0: My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA, LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. And I am pleased to announce that we have a guest today from sunny South Florida, my hometown, the 305 we used to call it. Her name is Ruth Swanson. And without further delay, let me introduce Ruth to the Real People USA podcast. Good afternoon, Ruth, how are you doing?
1: Thank you, Um, I'm doing great.
0: Fantastic. Ruth, it's a it's a tradition on the Real People USA podcast for our guests to introduce themselves and let us know uh, where they're from, what type of work they've done. And uh, then we can ask some questions about uh, your campaign. You're running in district. What's the district number again? I guess
1: you're 26.
0: District 26. Not, it's, uh, and, and that includes, uh, is that like Monroe County all the way to, to yeah. Key West? Yes, I know that area very well. Lots of gators in that area before you get to Key West. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Ruth, please tell us about yourself.
1: Um, I am a a teacher uh, right now. I've uh, I've been teaching for most of my adult life. Uh, A lot of that has been teaching English overseas, and uh, I I love what I do. So that's been something that that I have just enjoyed doing. I love kids, and uh, that kind of led me into a lot of what I'm doing right now uh, politically. But, um, yeah, so I I was born in Illinois. My parents moved around quite a bit when I was a kid, and we ended up in Korea when I was in high school. And um, so, and I've, throughout my life, adult life, I've jumped around quite a bit. Uh, About seven years ago, I moved to China um, to a region called Xinjiang where uh, they have, uh, the Uyghur genocide was. So um, I lived there through that. And then in in 2020, I moved to Miami and uh, with COVID, with the beginning of COVID and didn't go back, so... basically most of my story very quickly
0: well i tell you what i want to say welcome to miami and i know you have a lot to talk about and that's something you probably have already talked about when you talk about uh living in china but we'll say that Mm -hmm. for another time my first question for you is when did you get involved in local activism
1: um I decided after the November election that it was really really important uh to get involved locally. I was really concerned with what I what I saw as a thrown election. It was obviously seemed to be thrown and one of the things that I felt was that if America became strongly totalitarian, one of the things that I had realized from living in China was you can't trust your electronics. And, and a lot of what I had been doing before was um, was social media. Um, activism, so I wanted to get involved locally, talk with real people, and actually see real people again. And so that's what, what just drove dove me headlong into local politics, w- wanting to uh, get connected with people locally here and to see what I could do to help clean up the problems that I was seeing with uh, the corruption that caused this strong election. Wow, wow.
0: So you mentioned uh, you know, social media in 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 another country. This is what I heard as a as a rumor or a conspiracy theory. Is it true that some social media profiles could be fake?
1: Oh, for sure. Yes. Um yeah there's lots of fake profiles in fact it it's kind of obvious that uh, we we all know that they create bots uh at least I know that they create bots i I even paid for one to do marketing for me before when I started a business so so bots are nothing new so obviously there are fake um, there are fake profiles i'm I'm sure that China has made thousands of them in order to influence people on social media and uh and, and I know that they got did that throughout the election cycle. There were lots of things that seemed to be pushing Chinese propaganda. Um, and I, I noticed that a lot on Twitter when I was on Twitter before the election.
0: Wow. Wow. Because I experienced uh, what I thought was uh, some fake profiles in many different industries like real estate. And, and, and like you said, there are just marking things that where you know like bots are helpful for marketing but when it comes to Mm -hmm. influencing individuals and causing individuals to think differently about the about their country that's a whole nother ball game so
1: thank you for confirming
0: that thank you for, for confirming that here's my next question ruth what areas of local activism have you gotten involved in
1: uh, I've gotten involved in a lot of different things. Uh, one, one group that I joined was Defend Florida. Uh, I became involved in their elect, their canvassing for electoral integrity and I'm, I'm co-leader with my brother for, for our, for the western side of Miami-Dade now. Uh, we help organize, uh, local canvassers to go out and, uh, and canvass their, their, their neighborhoods. But, trying to find election uh, role anomalies, like phantom voters and things like that. That's one one thing that I've done. Uh, I also joined the REC, which is the Republican Executive Committee, um, so I could have a a voice on how the the Republican Party is run in Miami-Dade. And uh, I also joined the Republican Party's Electoral Integrity Subcommittee, so that we could influence and try to get the Republican Party to do something about election fraud. So <laughs> a lot of a lot of people have joined uh, um, the REC in order to be able to get them to do that. And we've worked together and tried to to basically force their hand to make them do that. So that's that's been something exciting that we've been able to get them to do. So uh, we're also, um, I'm also working with lots of different groups with, uh, with the school board and uh, I've been watchdogging and speaking at the school board and I helped I've helped expose a lot of the stuff that they've been trying to, to hide and um, I've also spoken at the school board about critical race theory and its roots in Maoism and how that has led to ethnic genocide in China
0: wow wow i believe uh i think yesterday or maybe the day before you posted something about the miami dade school board that i thought was very interesting and how they uh tried to cover up you know the voting record or the voting history on something that you were kind of watching can you explain please Mm -hmm. explain that
1: well they had a meeting that allowed them to well they didn't put it up on their their regular uh meetings on their on their website they have a list of of when they have meetings Their their official meeting is wednesday that's when they always have have meetings but they decided to do one on tuesday uh, early, where they elected a chair and vice chair, so that they wouldn't have the scrutiny of the people who usually go there and speak. So, uh, I found out about it the night before, and I was able to get up there in the morning and just um, just watch to see what they were, what was going on, and I, I took notes and then just posted it
0: all over social media wow wow i think uh, if you ever decide to be a detective i must say that you, that you have some pretty good detective skills when you say I, I i found out about it the day before and i was up there the next day to check it out so kudos to you because that's uh you know and here's another question i have about that before i ask the last question you know, it mm-hmm. seems like, and here in California, and in other places around the country that I'm hearing, especially in New York and and Illinois, which I I know someone there. What what is mm-hmm. the what is what is the? I mean, I think these school boards and these city councils they have one uh, interpretation or perception of how voters feel, and I believe mm-hmm. the voters in these cities and counties they have a totally different idea of what they want what do you think do you think it's more so with that the voters are right and that these city councils and school boards just have it wrong
1: well i think they're elected members they should represent their constituents and they aren't doing a great job of that um i know in miami-dade their constituents are really upset with them right now like we have we have dozens of people who show up every month to protest the mass mandates and all sorts of different things uh, critical race theory uh their marxist indoctrinations in the schools and uh they they complain about it like we are targeting them and they this is just a cross they have to bear that makes their their life so hard and <laughs> and they congratulate themselves in their in their private meetings about how well they deal with this problem and unfortunately and then they they don't address these problems they don't change anything they don't see uh concerns of the parents as something that they should concern themselves with and this is obviously a problem like they're They're not supposed to be the people who decide for our children what they're going to believe. That's a a parent's responsibility.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And we're seeing this behavior by these uh, municipal politicians all across the country. But I will tell you this, uh, here in California, and I will say probably in Florida and other parts of the U.S., the people are, are, are starting to push back because... Uh, they are seeing that their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is being threatened. Uh, I call them communists. I'm not sure what you would call them, but that's what I call them. But I'm, I'm starting to see a pushback by the, by Americans uh, looking to take their country back. Uh, Ruth, here's my last question. What made you want to get involved to run for Congress in District 26 in Florida? For
1: um, so one, I saw. Thought- the person who I'm running against is Carlos Jimenez. And one of the things that I was really concerned with is the fact that his voting record and what he says on the news don't match each other. And I was a bit tired of people who run Republican, who say one thing and do another thing. And I, I, And most of the people that I know from this district were not happy with him, and I personally was really not happy with him. So, And I knew that if there was no other choice, I was just not going to vote. And I wasn't okay with just not voting and ending up with a Democrat winning against him because there was no good choice. So I just said, okay. If nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to put my best effort and just work really hard for the next year and try my best in order to get in. So
0: exactly. that's what I'm doing. Well, I'll tell you one thing before you give your contact information and how people can support you. You know, you know, when I look across this uh, this, this politician and candidate thing, and you'll see some posts that I've made about this subject. And, and you know, over time you might learn about my passion about it. But I will tell our listeners this, Ruth Swanson works. And I can't say that about many of the other candidates that I know and that I see that are running across the country. You work, Ruth, and I wanna thank you for working and putting in the work before you get to Congress. So if you can, please give us uh, your contact information and how can people support you?
1: Okay, my my website is www.ruthswansonforcongress that's f o r congress dot and uh, I have all of my my contact information on there. If you want to get contact or or donate or volunteer, any of those things, you can all find it there on my website. Or you can follow me on Instagram. I'm uh, Swanson Number Four Congress. Uh, on instagram and ruth swanson for congress on telegram
0: excellent excellent ruth i know you have a busy schedule this evening i want to thank you for your time on the real people usa podcast make it a great day thank you all right take care
1: bye yep bye